and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Hey, ya! Hey, uh, Marshall, do you know Kung Fu? Oh, man. Okay, so when I was in Mexico as a kid, I took karate up to the second belt. So you start yeah. on white belt, which just means nothing. You're new here. Yeah. Blanco. Um, Blanco. <laughs> Blanquito. That's what they called me. Um, <laughs> no, everyone called me gringo. But, uh, yeah. Um, you didn't get the green belt, though. <laughs> no, I, I made it up to yellow belt. Ah, belt gotcha. two in karate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yellow belt. And what's um, that in Spanish? Amarillo. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Cinturón amarillo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they. I don't know if they use the literal translation like that. I was in like first grade or yeah. something. So, <laughs> um, no. Yeah. I do not know kung fu. Yeah. So you only made it up to they. They didn't teach you any of like the rip a guy's throat out or anything like that yet. They they demonstrated mm-hmm. on the kids. Yeah. Um, but I never, I never physically did it. You know, it was like, it was like, you could get to this kids. Um, (laughs) you can do this one day if you stick with it. Um, and, and I actually quit, um, right after that demonstration on account of the, uh, other kids throat being all over um yeah me and the walls yeah that's kind of not like a, it, it deters some people but i'm sure the people who stayed they they're they're natural born killers you know right, well uh, the thing is it's it's a lot more intimidating when your class size is two yeah <laughs> you know when it's yeah. a 50 50 on whose throat yeah um it could have been you Coulda. Yeah, you think about that a lot. But instead, they got little Pablito. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I I did karate a little bit, like uh, I tried to, you know. And I always got so sleepy because they put you in those robes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it called a a, a key? A, a gee? A gee? Yeah. A gee. A key, key is the uh, thing that monks get in D and D or Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's some nerd shit. We're talking about uh, hardcore uh, karate yeah, we're cool. here. Yeah. Hey, folks. Just yeah. so you know, in case you didn't pick it up already, yeah. we're pretty cool. <laughs> As I'm sure you've uh, uh, figured out by now, uh, Ear Drunk is a podcast where Marshall and I take a theme uh, and we create a playlist of songs based around that theme. Uh, And we got a bunch of great segments along the way. But before we get started, hey, Marshall, what are you you drinking? Oh, man. So uh, today went back to the basics and not like the basic basics. That doesn't mean like what I usually drink, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not like I'm sitting here sipping on a cherry red can of Budweiser. I've got me a nice big tall boy of a Miller light. Yeah. I, uh, I, you know, it's crazy. I'm also drinking a Miller light shocker. Uh, and I, <laughs> this and I, happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Marshall, I realized, um, yeah, this is our, our fifth episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the, the beers we've been drinking are, like, the same one. And I'm like, man, this is a weird way to flex on how broke we are. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's nice because when we do finally get a Patreon going, hopefully people will just feel bad for us. Like, it's not even like a, oh, we like their content. It's like, yeah. a, oh, those poor boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I will take so much cyber pity. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. Cyber pity, cyber piss, like whatever you can send, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, he's the piss guy. But me, I, I would just like the money. Like, I'm the piss guy, <laughs> but because we're a duo, then that means that we collectively are also a piss guy. <laughs> God, I guess that's true. You know what's crazy, folks? Uh, before we actually like started making this podcast, I said to Marshall, hey... <laughs> I don't want it to be very like a very piss heavy uh, podcast. <laughs> he told me I made a pitch. I made a pitch about a segment we could do. I don't even remember what it was, but piss was in the name. And Zach just goes, <laughs> Zach just goes, "Hey man, I really want to avoid piss in this pod." Um, yeah, and we made it, guys. We made it. 
four episodes in like three minutes before we got here. So, you know, uh, 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 we've made it, folks. Um, The gift shop is on the way out. I would Uh, like to uh, personally and profoundly apologize to Zach (laughs) for uh, ruining your pissless podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to comment on this episode, rate us, and uh, just say, hey, this is the best pissless podcast I've heard in a while. Um, This one's the piss episode, (laughs) y'all. Let's get started, Zach. Yeah, yeah. So, no, um, as, as you guys know, the, the theme of the week is uh, 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 failed MCU uh, superheroes. But before we get started with that, Marshall, you, you had a, a segment that you wanted yeah, to Yeah, yeah. So um, the other night I was actually sitting um, very close to where I'm sitting now. I was actually over to the right one couch cushion. Yeah. Um, and I guess we had a show that night. Was that it? Was that, mm-hmm. was that last Thursday? And, yeah. and we watched a movie before we went and um, we were on Tubi, which is like the king of of just like shitty, just just filler movies. If you are broke and you are high, Tubi is the oh. greatest gift for oh, you. Oh, man. There's just so much bad content on it there. It is the worst. It, it, is, it, it rules. Things I thought were like a fever dream, like cartoons from like the early 2000 that, I, like, that barely <laughs> got like 13 episodes and we're taking off the air it's on Tubi so the other night uh we were we were just hanging out we had some hours to kill before we were getting to where we we're going and uh we put on this this movie uh classic B movie called Evil Tunes yes uh, I say classic like like in the sense that it is the classic type of B movie. This movie yeah. itself is not a classic. I don't believe. No, no, um, no, no. Let me, I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, to give you perspective, folks, this is like a movie that is like like filmed at the later, like the end of the '80s, and it was like released in the '90s, so it still feels very like kind of like '80s centric. Uh, it is a movie about some girls who go to a house and they have to clean it up. Uh, unfortunately, they find a uh, a, a book. Where mm-hmm. they uh, accidentally summon a demon, and folks, the real kicker of this—the reason why we started this movie—is because we we watched the trailer for it, and the demon is two D animated uh, <laughs> in like the worst possible way. Um, it's one of those like like cartoon like I I I can't remember the guy's name, but you know the the guy who's like. Uh, uh, like the the dog who's always like howling at the woman. Or to me, like, it's like uh, t- he looked like uh, the bulldog from like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. walking on two feet with like a yeah. big broad chest and buff arms, but he's purple and yellow. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like they have him drawn in this like Necronomicon, <laughs> this fake Necronomicon. They have they have this image drawn, and then they're like looking at the text. They're like, oh wow, this is like from an ancient civilization, and the drawing of this dog looks like something a stoner did in high school. It's you the know? most like deviant art way you could draw a dog demon. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very much. I mean, Marshall really put the nail on the head with uh, is the bulldog from uh, Tom and Jerry. Uh, yeah, and and it was a it was a solid. Actually, it's it was a very liquidy. Now nah, that doesn't work either. It it was it it made it to the amount of time that it made it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it yeah. was, I don't want to call it a movie, but it was moving images that lasted from <laughs> the beginning <laughs> to end. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and what would you, what would you, what would you give it out of 10? 
Oh, uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? <laughs> I'm just wow. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, 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 I, I do want to emphasize, uh, there was a part in this movie where I started realizing, oh, this is a horror movie, but it's also a softcore porn movie. That was... That was a revelation that, like, that I, I, we saw some nudity in the trailer. Or that yeah. there, there we saw the, the, the implication of nudity in the right. trailer. But it's a B movie. Right. So you expect, like, a certain amount of, like, of, like, we, I didn't expect the sheer emphasis on the nude female figure. Right. Well, it's like, <laughs> I, okay, so there, there are plenty of moments in horror films where it's, like, a uh, woman, like, is changing or something, you know, like, where it's, like, you do see nudity, but it's not actually, like, Well, nudity super... is a very good representation of, like, vulnerability right yes, right yeah but it's like you see those scenes and like you're saying it emphasizes vulnerability but it also it, most of the time isn't really like trying to be super sexy unless it's like another person in the movie and both of them are like about to get it on and jason Voorhees walks in with a machete <laughs> and just like fucking rips their heads off <laughs> you know like but this movie was just there were so many times where it's just these girls talking and then one of them just takes off their shirt and like like two seconds before that happens, I turn to Marshall and I go, I think this director is like really horny. <laughs> and then this woman just like takes off her shirt and just starts doing a sexy dance in front of her girlfriends. <laughs> and I was just like, and then Marshall was like, I, I do not see what you're talking about. What this do you is, mean? Yeah. What do you mean this director was really horny? I yeah. don't see it. Yeah, he, he chastised me. He was like, you've been watching too many of these foreign films, these too, too many of these A24 Bullshit, you know this. This is a real movie. Yeah, too many, too many, too many prudish films by A twenty four Productions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, they're such prudes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ten out of ten with a little review from Zach. Yeah. And uh, what I've opted to do um, instead of giving my rendition of the film is I am going to read a review that I found. Um, now, there's one that I have that um, it's several paragraphs long, and so I'm just going to kind of nitpick my favorites. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's titled, How Come This Guy Never Won an Academy Award? <laughs> <laughs> Ever-reliable Dick Miller plays Bert, owner-operator of a cleaning company. His four very sexy young female employees are dropped off at an old house that you can say uh, that you... That's a really weird sentence. That you can all say it with me now has a dark history. Oh. Babes never get around to doing very much cleaning, but among the ancient artifacts they find. <laughs> I like how they drop that in there. Like it's just implied that that's like the natural progression. Right, um, right, right. I mean, anytime, uh, every person who's watched an episode of Hoarders knows yeah. that like halfway through cleaning it, they find a sarcophagus. They find a sarcophagus. <laughs> they find a hole with a bunch of gremlins in it. They find, you know, a Necronomicon. They find, you know, just vials and vials of blood. The monkey's you know? paw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, I, I wasted my monkey's paw on wishing for the rest of the monkey. Oh man! Yeah, and then and it ripped even, my face off. Yeah, and, and to think it did it without a paw. Yeah. Oh man. The babes never get around to doing very much cleaning, but among the ancient artifacts that they find are a Book of the Dead type thing. <laughs> By reading from it, they summon a demon into existence. I like I like Book of the Dead type, type thing. thing, right? Like like, <laughs> like like it's just like it's so descript, and then you're just like type of thing. You know, they're at the store. You can get your Kirkland book, book of the Dead. You know, you can get your fucking Great Value book of the Dead. You know, just anyone. It doesn't matter. It's that type of thing. 
Uh, David Carradine, hired for name value, doesn't do a whole lot until the finale. He's just picking up a paycheck. But Miller is always worth his weight in gold. There's a protracted sequence where he actually watches himself in Roger Corman's classic, A Bucket of Blood. Artie Johnson is mildly amused as a lecherous neighbor. Oh, man, I didn't even catch that, where it's like he's watching the movie that he's in. I didn't even oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, no, that, that was the joke I was making where yeah. he should have gotten uh, an Oscar because he yeah. says it. Yeah. <laughs> he says it in the movie when he's Jeez. watching his own movie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> that one went over my head. I think um, I was just too busy looking at these weird cartoon dogs and boobies. Yeah, I was about to say the cartoon dogs that you were staring at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm just going to skip some more, skip some more. Uh, the animation may not be super slick, but the cartoon. <laughs> Sorry, I just love it. It's like, ah, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Uh, greatest achievement of all time, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> the animation may not be super slick, but the cartoon villain, designed by horror journalist Chaz Balloon, uh, <laughs> is a mild hoot. Certainly one major asset is the classy music score by talented Chuck Serino. All right, well, hold on. Mild hoot? Mild hoot. Yeah. I would say a mild hoot describes it accurately. Yeah. Honestly, I- that's a good take on it. Hoot. It's not even a hoot. It's a mild hoot. It's like yeah. a... <laughs> You're giving the hoot too much hoot. It's a hoot. Here we go. Uh, so-so entertainment that doesn't live up to its potential. Uh, the sight of our actresses in various stages of undress is obviously the real drawing card. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Oh. You know what's crazy? I I thought it was gonna be a ten out of ten, but then he started like flip flopping a little bit. Man, he got real. I I mean, he's not a big fan of Kill Bill. He got real uh, petty about David Carradine. <laughs> But uh, uh, but yeah, no, I was like, okay, this is on track to being a ten out of ten. I fucking got this, you know. And then, uh, and then, and then when he started criticizing other things, I was like, oh man, it's gonna drop it down to like a oh, man. seven or an eight. And this then, guy has like real takes on the movie. Right, that is insane <laughs> to me, people. Like that is, I mean, I I have a lot of opinions about matters that don't matter to me, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Or anyone. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Lord knows, Zach, I don't give a shit about your opinion. Yeah, I think if you gave me, like, 20 grand to, like, argue, like, argue evil tunes like this guy did, I don't think I could do it. I think that only comes from a place of passion, you know? I think you're right. Yeah. I think, I think either a place of passion... Um, or the guy's heart rate was elevated because he was still pounding pud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, realistically, I mean, like, maybe that's how his score is. He pounded nine puds. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Potential ten? On my personal review, I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it was fine. Yeah. It was it was fine. My pud was fine. Your pud was a okay. Yeah. Um. And I think that that actually is going to uh, your pud being okay is going to be our segue. Yeah. Into uh, our main segment of the show. Uh, your pud's okay by me. Just I don't want to look at it uh, or smell it or smell it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this, you know, this is why we're afraid of a PO, a PO box. We want beer, but I'm afraid of the nudes. <laughs> I'll look. I'll look at all the nudes. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. I'll be like, damn, I wish I looked like that. Some four hundred pound dude with a micro penis. 
Well, I mean, you know, expectation-wise, sometimes when you bring the bar so low, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure he's got a great personality. <laughs> I'm sure he has very good opinions about certain cartoons that he's interested in. I'm sure he's got a great personality, and that's why he's sending in nude pictures of himself to a tiny podcast with no following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like a farm to table dick pic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are more expensive. Yeah. They're organic. They're organic. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the main segment of our show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week's theme is failed MCU superheroes. Now, um, generally, uh, I always like to just do a little refresher at the top of this segment. Um, of course. We do it the exact same every single week, but I just want to make sure that you guys are on track. I know I'm on track. I know right. Zach's on track. Maybe, the, maybe someone's a new listener. Yeah, hey, we if gotta... you're a new listener, I want to make sure you know exactly what's going on, because yeah. we do quality content here with no piss. Kick, um, kick back. Put your feet up. There's no piss. There's no piss. Your, yeah, you can put, put your put feet your, anywhere. No yeah. piss. Um, <laughs> Um, so basically, the this, this segment, um, what's going to happen is uh, I'm going to go over a song. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm going to hand over the reins to you, Zach, and yeah. you're going to tell me a song. Yeah. Um, and then you'll pass it right back on over to me, and we'll do that until we've covered five songs each. Ten total, baby. Yeah, hot potato. Same exact way, every single week, with no changes, because we're fucking consistent. <laughs> uh, Is it cool if I go first, or do you want to go first? Yeah, I just, you, I just you, said I mean, to you go first. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look, no, no, I, I, mean, I mean, we do it the same way every week, but Zach, is it cool if I go first? Yeah, please, Marshall, go first. So, um, as far as like superheroes that uh, tried to join the MCU but didn't, yeah. Uh, my first one actually kind of harkens back to this video we watched like 30 minutes ago where this guy drinks 12 beers in 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not effectively. Uh, my first song is called Rye Bro Ooh. by Helvetia. Ooh. Um, and and so uh, Helvetia is actually, they're, they're a band that I had, um, I was going through my liked songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were a band, I had a, a couple of their songs in my liked songs. Um, and then I saw that one of them was called Rye Bro, and I'm like, Ryan, bro, <laughs> you gotta get a better superhero name. Um, but Helvetia, uh, they have like 200k monthly listens, so like they're oh, not they're not unpopular. Yeah, you sure, know sure they got a following. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's how much a lot of like the stoner rock bands that I listen to they like cap out around that much. You know what sure. I mean? So it's like it's uh it's kind of. Well, it's, like, one thing I kind of know about just, like, uh, uh, stoner metal and, like, other stuff like that is, like, usually a lot of that stuff is, like, on a uh, curated playlist. Right, right. Like, uh, I think uh, our buddy Andrew turned me on to, like, a... a, a Stoned Meadow of Doom? Yeah, Stoned yeah! Meadow of Doom, which is just, like... Um, a, that a, guy has really bad opinions, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy has really bad opinions. He got very vocal around 2016. Hey, um, hey, um, hey, boy. So, I've transitioned off. There's a couple of other really good ones on YouTube. I'll, 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 I'll show them to you after yeah, the show. Yeah, for sure. Great Stoner Doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, like, anytime... Like, I love music. But any time someone's like, oh, like, I curate music, you know, like, I guess like we do. Um, <laughs> uh, fuck, I guess I'm one yes, of those Yes, we guys. are curators of yeah. the arts. I feel like it's more curators of just songs that Weird Al can be in. 
Yeah, we're uh, like bottles of piss. I've got a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah, we got. God, I need to drop the piss thing. I'm like having way too much fun with it because you said we couldn't do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like as soon as those people like put themselves at the forefront of it, of yeah. like, oh, I I know I didn't make all this music. I like put it together and like I'm a tastemaker, but like I I need to be like my opinions are valid and other right, things like that. Yeah. You know, it's just like get a podcast, asshole. Right. Uh, <laughs> Well, so um, something I will say. So I think I think I kind of led you astray a second ago when I said 200K is about where it caps out for a lot of the like stoner rock bands I listen to. Sure, because um, it's like kind of a niche genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so Helvetia is not a stoner rock band um, mm-hmm. or a stoner doom band. That was just a comparison I was doing. Yeah. Um, so they're like shocker, uh, kind of like what I call '90s emo indie. <laughs> 90s um, emo indie. Yeah, yeah, which is like like every week I bring at least one of these bands. And I, I, I'm pretty sure someone is going to write me a bunch of letters just calling me calling those that genre yeah. bullshit mm-hmm. um, because because I'm sure that there's a more accurate term. That's just what I do because it's sad boy music from the 90s. <laughs> um. 90s emo indie also sounds like a failed reboot of the Indiana Jones <laughs> franchise. <laughs> In like the nineties, like because yeah. I know yeah. that there was like a young Indiana Jones at one point. They like tried to make a, a young Indiana Jones show, but it's like if they would have made him emo. <laughs> so um, like, that would make so much sense because he's like looking for skulls and shit, and just like I just wish that my hat and messenger bag were black. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so so the genre that they call themselves when I was doing a little bit of research, they call themselves uh, slowcore. Oh, um, but it's not core like hardcore, yeah, um, or like uh, like sludgecore, screamo. Like it's not like screamy music. I think it's just slowcore because it's like kind of slow tempo. Um, a lot of interesting builds, a lot of interesting like song structure in this band. Like I listened mm-hmm. to a bunch of their songs the other night, and yeah. um, they just do a lot of like different song structure that I, I really enjoyed. You know, it's not just like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. Sure. Um, they do. There was this one thing actually in this song. Um, there was this one thing they did that I really liked. It's a part in the song. No, it wasn't in this one. It was in another one. Um, it was in another one. I lied to y'all. But there's this one thing they do in one of their songs that I loved where they just start doing this huge crescendo and this huge bridge where it sounds like it's about to like drop into a breakdown. So yeah. whether it's like like an EDM, you know, drop into a breakdown. And like hardcore music, drop into a breakdown. Like you do these big builds and yeah. then there's just like the thing it drops to. And yeah. it was so cool. They did like this big, huge crescendo <laughs> and then they like went into a bridge. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Hell yeah. Um, so Rybro though, let me get into the actual like hero himself. Sure. So uh, Rybro can chug a keg in like eight seconds, but he pukes a whole bunch like right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Does the puke do anything or is it just No, puke? no, he's just puking foam. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. That's not that's not gonna fit in. Um, and Avengers. he actually he does have one more power. Oh, um, nice. uh, Rybro, he was uh, he was a Sigma Chi, yeah, <laughs> in college, um, and he was known around the house, around the uh, the, the frat house, for uh, being able to throw a football like really far, dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like like maybe over across the mountains over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and uh, he, he does have a weakness though, and this is actually the weakness that failed uh, him from getting into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't join Marvel because he's like really bad at final exams. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Rye bro. So that's rye bro. Yeah. 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 Rye, rye bro. I'm sorry you didn't make the cut. You didn't make the cut, Rye. Sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> What's right. your first song, Zach? Well, my first song is a, is a, is a, is a, a cool jazz song that I really like a lot called Watermelon Man. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is by Herbie Hancock. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a familiar yeah, name. Yeah. But uh, uh, so Herbie Hancock. I mean, he's a he's a staple in jazz music. He's been you know putting things out since the '60s. I thought he was a human. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he's a he's a big uh, uh, swinger. Is that <laughs> is that the stapler? Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So he initially recorded this song off his like debut album, which I think is called "Taking Off" in like 1962. Uh, mm-hmm. And and it's uh, it's it's great. It's it's very classical jazz um, like stuff. Uh, but then he re-recorded it on his album Headhunters in the 1970s, uh, which <laughs> around that time, like his music became a, a lot more funky and a lot more like, uh, you know, just that 70s feel to yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, kind of more like fusion jazz a little bit. And the uh, the first uh, the first thing you hear are these uh, wind instruments. Oh, well, one of them is a beer bottle, and then one of them is like a specific flute. Uh, I, I was looking it up, and is it's it called like, like a, a piccolo? It's, it's called a pygmy flute. Oh, a pygmy flute. Yeah. and uh, Interesting. Yeah, okay. And so, like, uh, but yeah, it, it just has this, like, interesting sound where it sounds kind of like a, an owl who's, like, crying, you know? Like a, <laughs> a, like an, an owl having, like, a deep sob. Like, <laughs> you know? I can't get to the center of this Tootsie Pop. Who am I? You know, like that sort of stuff. You know, so it's like it sounds like this like sad owl, and then it starts building more and more with these like uh, both like uh, sounds, like uh, uh, like a vocal, like you know, like uh, sounds, like and then, Yoko like, Ono stuff, like just warbling, like good, I, I like well done, but, but like not not warbling, but just like super quick. You oh, okay, know? yeah, yeah, just super like. Hey? You know, like just so these like, these sounds as they're introduced, are they like stacking? Yeah, they're stacking. Okay, right? so they so they get introduced and then they like maintain and they're yeah. now part of the entire like tapestry of the song. Exactly. Okay. And then and then so around that time, then the the bass comes in and then the drums come in and then it starts getting real funky and then like the rest like so the rest of the song it kind of breaks off those uh, wind instruments kind of like mm-hmm. die down and then it just has these sick funky breakdowns throughout <laughs> the entire song. It does a great job of you forgetting the beginning of the song and you forgetting that you were listen, uh, listening <laughs> to that part because so much like composition has gone in between by the time they bring it back it fits perfectly over the 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 grooves that you're hearing you know in that's the, in between, uh, one you know? of the that, that that's one of those features that i really love about um a lot of bands that have like a lot of members and a lot of different moving parts the ones right. that are super cohesive and really like a snarky puppy yeah, yeah, yeah. um they they do them. they do a lot of that where yeah. they'll 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 have someone who will straight up solo for like three minutes but like there's all of this other intricacy going on while the whole band is supporting the solo right and then all of a sudden the the solo's over and the whole band completely syncopated is just like right back into the groove right and it's so impressive yeah it's so impressive yeah and that's um. and, and that song and the song watermelon man like really brings that that energy of just like okay then we get to this funky breakdown okay then we take a step back okay then we get back into something else you know like, it's, a, yeah, it's a great song but i was thinking watermelon man as a concept for like a superhero i was thinking like okay so he he looks like a normal dude but his head is just like a watermelon okay right? but he's still got like facial features and stuff. Okay, i was about to ask is yeah. he like blind no, 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 no. He's still got facial features and stuff but his power is he shoots watermelon seeds out of his mouth 
like super fast, you know? like a machine gun. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought that would yeah it would be really cool. And then I was thinking his his nemesis would be Gallagher. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. So Gallagher, the, the 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 guy with the mustache, long hair, and big mallet. Uh, so yeah, he's his nemesis. But also that kind of like backfires in the pitch mating. Um, <laughs> because like no like movie executive actually knows who Gallagher is, <laughs> and I don't know if there's like a TikTok Gallagher challenge yet, but like I don't think the kids know about Gallagher, and so they're just like, listen, guys, it was a great idea, but uh, we're gonna have to pass on uh, on Watermelon Man uh, joining the Avengers. <laughs> Does he have any weaknesses? Uh, I was thinking he could only work like three days before he just rots. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 watermelon man has a very short lifespan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could he could do one of these these Avenger End Games, but then he's out. You know, they're not bringing him back in Phase Six. He's just know? dead. Yeah, he's just dead. Uh, but that's good. That means they don't have to kill off a main character. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, Marshall, what's your next song? Okay. So, uh, my next song. Um, is someone who definitely did not make the cut to join the Avengers or be a part of the MCU. Oh, um, it's Aunt Leslie <laughs> by Wolfpack. Oh. oh, no, not Aunt Leslie. It's Aunt she Leslie. Uh-huh. Aunt Leslie did not have what it takes. Oh, but she's so nice. Um, are you familiar with Wolfpack? Uh, I'm aware of the name. I've heard a couple of like songs just at like parties or stuff like that, but I haven't like sit down and listen to the discography. I've heard uh, uh, similar to Zeppelin, right? Uh, no, they're a funk band. They're oh, like deep no, no, no. funk. I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, yeah, no, they're uh, like they're like deep funk, like like incredibly groovy. I'm thinking um, of Greta Van Fleet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wolfpack has um, everyone in the band is just honestly incredibly talented. They're super, super good musicians. Sure. Uh, but one of my favorite things about Wolfpack is like, I mean, they bring on guest vocals like it is nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And the vocals that they bring onto these tracks, like these different artists and singers who come and just like sing for them, right, um, are just like incredible vocalists. Oh, I yeah. mean, incredible. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, they don't always have a guest vocalist, and like, they 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 perfectly stand on their own because they're incredibly good musicians, and sure. like, they can sing too. Yeah. But like, when they get these different these, these different acts on with them that are just like just like I mean, you want to talk about like like singing some funk and some soul, and just like just like feeling it. Like, you can't force the blues, you can't force the soul either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's sure. like, oh man. It is super, super good. Yeah. Um, but the whole song, like, if you really parse the lyrics, um, basically what it does is it describes her superpower perfectly, Aunt Leslie's. Oh, okay. Um, and her superpower is not picking up the phone. Because <laughs> she sucks. <laughs> Um, and so, and so I think the thing is, um, they weren't going to bring her on as a superhero, but they were like, Hey, maybe she would be good for like administrative work or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, And so every one of these movies has like a side character who's like, Oh yeah, I don't have superpowers. She could be like the pepper pots. Yeah, exactly. And then then, the quips. (laughs) She could be like the pepper pots. Um, except that when they called her back, she didn't pick up the phone. Oh God. (laughs) God. Aunt Leslie. Yeah. I learned to text Aunt Leslie. Learned to text. Learned to text. (laughs) Uh, Zach, what's your third song? <laughs> My third? I, I second. Got a second. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. What's your third song? We'll get back to your second in a moment. <laughs> uh, so my the second same song. way every episode. 
Consistency, consistency, consistency. My second song is a uh, song called Captain Stupido <laughs> by Thundercat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thundercat, uh, an amazing musician. Also, uh, I think most people, most musicians who've been on Eric Andre's show get somewhat of a like a like a pass even if yeah. i don't like their music and thundercat yeah. i love thundercat's music but like even if an artist i don't particularly like goes on there i'm still just like oh yeah you're a solid dude you know well it's funny because you say that and honestly it's like when i first met you zach um not long after i met you uh, i moved into that house and and we watched a lot of the eric andre show yeah and uh you were not a fan of danny brown yes you yes. you were adamantly not a fan of danny yes. brown um and and what you just said i think it really kind of true because because uh in insanity atrocity or insanity yeah, or whatever that that, it's a yeah, great it's a, album a great it came album. out while we lived together yeah um, danny- it also came out after you and i watched the episode of eric andre show where danny brown does the blindfolded like tightrope walk type of thing oh, over all the mousetraps uh, you're talking about uh, a rapper ninja warrior yes yeah. yeah yeah that bit danny brown was on that bit yeah. so i'm gonna say i'm gonna go ahead and say that that uh, uh so far the evidence does show yeah any artist that has been on the eric andre show you're fine with. Yeah, and and to be honest, guys, I didn't like Danny Brown's uh, Steve's right out the gate. I do love Danny Brown now. I think he's a great artist. Uh, I just, uh, I remember seeing him open for Childish Gambino at a show. It did not go really well for Danny Brown, unfortunately, but I think he's a great artist, and uh, honestly, most of the time when he features on a song, he just brings in some fire. Like, oh, I love dude. all the stuff he does with Run the Jewels. That's what and, I was like, about yeah. to say, dude, uh, yeah, on, on, on kids. Hey, kids! Hey, cha! <laughs> But enough about them. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Thundercat. Thundercat. Thundercat is amazing. Thundercat's ho. Uh, Thundercat <laughs> is uh, an amazing bassist. I think he was in Suicidal Tendencies. He was, yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, I think... Awesome both, punk band. Yeah, amazing punk, uh, punk band, but I mean, and then his riffs in Suicidal Tendencies are fucking great. Well, yeah, Suicidal Tendencies, they do that, like, that, like, intense but still kind of slow, like, skater punk that yeah. then, like, hits the real fast, um, like, 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 uh, the real fast, like, I don't know, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, really so, good. uh, uh, he's an amazing artist. Uh, I really love this song, though. It's called Captain Stupido. Um, like, I, I, I love it because he does this like call and response thing where he's like, uh, he's like, uh, you know, feel weird, uh, uh, brush my beard, <laughs> or like, you know, brush my beard, brush my t- uh, teeth, still feel, uh, feel weird, beat my meat, go to sleep. And, and, it's, and it's like he'll sing it in like a falsetto or like a higher pitch. Yeah. And then the, you know, like the, Cut my hair, brush my teeth, you know, like and then he'll the sing. range on that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he'll jump back and forth, and that's really fun. Like honestly, like this song specifically, and there are other songs uh, by Thundercat that always give me this vibe. It's like a like one of those montages of movies where they're like doing fashion, but it's yeah. all like aliens. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's something that's familiar in like a visual language that you understand, but the information that you're getting is just all very new and kind of disorienting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so it's it's great. It's like it's both like very familiar and very new, which I think is just a, mm-hmm. a great accomplishment for like an artist. One thing he does in the song that I really love is he'll sing with the baseline. Oh, you know? like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, there's this part where it's like it like descends or ascends, where he's like, "Think I left my wallet at the club." 
<laughs> but that's uh, like be for be this way playing on the and bass. it's like it's like one of those videos where like an old lady's yelling at someone and a guy on youtube yeah. like gets out his bass guitar and like plays the notes yes. that the lady is singing yes. as she sing or, or the lady is yelling as she like sounds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i love or, those videos yeah like the guy who plays drums to like boom how we're talking yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing uh captain stupido uh <laughs> the superhero uh he looks like a chris Okay. Okay. You know, Marvel. You know, people. They look like a Chris Pratt or a Chris Evans just, or a just, Chris Pine. Yeah. You know, he looks like a Chris, but all. Oh, his, so he's a he's a white guy. Yeah, he's a white guy, and uh, uh, he's a good looking white guy. But all of his uh, uh, like costumes are just other bits of like other costumes. You know? Oh, okay. Like he just like did not know how to put it together, <laughs> and then like his power is he fails upwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He'll do great in the corporate world. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, uh, uh, but the reason he didn't get into the MCU is a kind of a lot like uh, how like the new Batgirl thing is just getting shelved forever. Oh yeah. Like, I think it was like a bunch of people greenlit it and then they filmed it <laughs> and then watched it. They're just like, guys, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> if we do this, our whole brand will be destroyed. Yeah. They're not coming coming to Avengers six <laughs> after this one. They're not coming to Avengers six. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, what's your next song? Um, my next song. So actually, I'm uh, uh, coming back and lightly tapping on an artist you've already talked about in previous episodes. Oh hell yeah! Um, it's a track by our man Zappa. Oh nice, nice. Uh, yeah, Frank Zappa, and he's got a whole bunch of uh, featured uh, artists on the track, which is not unusual for him the primary feature that i took away from this one because he does a lot of the vocals with him and he plays keys yeah um is this guy named captain beefheart oh hell yeah i love captain beefheart oh, are you familiar with captain beefheart yeah oh cool <laughs> yeah yeah captain beefheart yeah um <laughs> and so it's it was kind of a funny thing i included him as one of the artists because like it really seemed like he played a pretty big role in the song yeah. um and and uh, I did a little comparison thing here. So Zappa, about 1.3 million uh, listeners a month. Yeah. Uh, Captain Beefheart, about 93K. Yeah. And okay. guys, I listened to several of his songs the yeah. other night, and they are good. Yeah. It's good music. I, I don't my, know if he's still alive. Yeah. He might not be. I, I'm, I'm guessing congenital heart failure. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing... Um, a heartful genital failure. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh God, guys, we were sponsored today by Blue Chew. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I wrote down here. I, I wrote, check out, check out, uh, 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 Captain Beefheart because obviously he does not have like nearly the draw. Yeah. Um, but he has some really cool music. It mm -hmm. varies a lot. Um, uh, a lot of the stuff that I listened to sounded a lot like, um. Like kind of like almost like non-protest music, but it went into like folk. There was a bunch of jazzy stuff. There's sure. just like there's just like all these different elements that he pulls in that are super super cool. Yeah. And it makes um, sense that Zappa would like work with somebody like that. Exactly that, right. Zappa yeah. does like a lot of that stuff too. And um, it's funny because like on all of these different ones today, I'm trying to be like a little more uh, deliberate in like the notes that I bring. You yeah, know, sure. show, you know, carry my weight. Yeah. Um, and and so on each of these bands, I'd write down like an approximation of a genre at least. Yeah. But on this one last night. Um, when I was a couple of beers deep and some other substances too. Um, <laughs> I just wrote under the genre section, I just put real wild. Um, <laughs> oh, I haven't even said the name of the song yet. The song's called Muffin Man. Oh, thank you. Are you familiar uh, with Muffin Man? I, I mean, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Um, so basically, I really liked this song. Um, it, it's 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 a lot of like crazy instrumentation as you would expect from a Zappa track, but right. he's actually doing almost like a faux like horror voice. Oh, um, you know, so he's doing like this, and he's 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 essentially like telling the tale of the Muffin Man, um, who like is in uh, I can't remember the specific name of it, but it's like it's like the something something laboratory, mm-hmm. which is actually just what Zappa called his recording studio. They recorded several albums there. Oh fuck yeah. Um, um, but it's talking about this muffin man and, and, and all these different things about him. And there's this one part where it's just like, girl, you think he was a man, but he was a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, don't you hate when this happens to you? You're on Tinder. You swipe uh, a guy who says he's like six feet tall. And, you, you know, he's, he's, you know, you've set the date. You guys meet, you know, for your little meet cute. And then you show up and he's the guy's a just a fucking muffin. You know? And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Muffin Man can shapeshift. Yeah. Or at least do some weave some form of illusion. What's the thing in Harry Potter where they change the uh, polyjuice? Yeah, yeah, like uh but there there's like a uh they like the people who change into animals. I forget what they're called. Uh tweet at us at eardrunk uh <laughs> when you're listening to this episode. And are a big fan of Harry Potter and really hate yeah. the story. And if those don't line up, if, if you're listening to the episode and you're not yet, or maybe uh, yeah. you're not yet a big fan of Harry Potter, like you feel free to wait. Tweet at us in a couple of years when you're listening to the episode again, and you're also a big fan of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're just gonna call them magical furries. Um, <laughs> so it's like uh, when they change it to like magical furries, like they only get the one. Right. You know, it's like right. oh, you only get to turn into a rat. You know, maybe that's this guy's thing, and his thing is being a muffin. Not not. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, and so the thing about it is, like, honestly, like, like shape shifting into a human guys um, <laughs> is a pretty impressive power for a muffin. Yeah. But in a human's world, it just doesn't do much. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, it's like, oh, you're just you're just, you're just a, a guy. human. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just like oh, guy. Oh, look, it's it's a guy. Yeah. Oh man, that's like <laughs> a it's like a sadder Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh. And uh, there's just another thing I really liked about this song, um, where they just they just keep talking about how a lot of people like cupcakes, and it's 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 lyrically it almost feels like they're just giving a middle finger to all the people who really like cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like that aspect of it, so I just wanted to touch on that before this section was done. Oh uh, yeah, well for sure, well, uh, Marshall uh, Muffin Man, he sounds great. I mean, uh, other than like you know not being able to shapeshift, is there any other reason why they wouldn't let him into the MCU? Yeah, he's a muffin. <laughs> He's, yeah, you I thought get, he was a man, but he's a muffin. Yeah, and we're just not there yet as a society. Well, yeah, it's, it's just like it's it's he's not very communicative because he's a muffin. Yeah, um, he's not great with technology because he's a muffin. Yeah, um, he's not he's he's, he's not good he's, at funny clips because he's, he's a muffin. He's very racist because he's a muffin. I did not know that about muffins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know brand muffins? But worse. Do you know? Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> Zach, what's your... Uh, let me see. That was my third song. Yeah. Zach, what's your fifth song? <laughs> well, uh, my next song, uh, uh, my third song, because uh, uh, we do this at the same time every way, uh, every time, uh, uh, is a song called Fishman by K1000. Okay. So here's my thinking. Every every superhero group, every superhero uh, iteration, especially when there's a team or an organization, you need a fish man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not to be sexist, you know, it, it could be f- fish people. You know. It's I I I almost put uh, Ocean Man by Ween on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was with that same 
mentality of right. like of like there's got to be a water guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, uh, Fishman, uh, definitely is a, uh, uh, like, you know, it's a, we always need the Aquamans. I think the Marvel is about to get their Fishman with a new, like, Black Panther movie or something. Oh, really? Yeah. But so, so Fishman by K1000, uh, a little, uh, unknown artist, uh, uh, didn't have a whole lot of follows, but, you know, putting out some quality shit. So the song starts off and it's like, uh, very much like, uh, it's got the acoustic guitar and the guy's just kind of like noodling with it and playing mm-hmm. like hard harmonics and stuff and it just sounds like super nice no, no. and then like it just has that like like sort of like warm sound i like honestly the way i could describe it is it sounds like the start menu to a really good indie video game oh dope. you know like something like a stardew God, valley honestly dude the music in indie games so often is so good yeah yeah you know and like and, and it what's just, up with that <laughs> have you seen this have you heard about this <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's just, it's super chill. And then like, so it starts off with this, you know, uh, this guitar and then it kind of like adds in the drums and then adds in a synth sound. And then it mm-hmm. kind of adds in a, like an electric guitar at one point. Uh, but it just, it's so chill like, the whole, the way through. And the, the electric guitar, is it doing like the rhythm, like the chords or is it doing like little lead bits? It's doing a little lead bits. Okay, cool. More cool. like a, like a solo or something, cool, you know, cool. and it yeah. just kind of like, you know, cuts through a little bit. Uh, it's pretty cool. Just add some melody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, like, uh, just kind of, like, rounds out the song in a way. And then the, yeah. the artwork on it is so dope. Like, it's a single. And it's just, uh, 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 it's definitely that, like, lo-fi beat-looking type artwork. Where uh-huh. it's just, like, very warm colors, but, like, sometimes, like, muted. Or, like, uh, um, just, like, the lighting's a little bit uh, dimmer. But sure. it's still, like, coming through with all the colors of being, like, very warm and whatnot. But it's just, like a guy on his couch sprawled out with a guitar next to him, like <laughs> open shirt, but his, his whole head is just a fish. <laughs> and, Love I, it. and that's what I think fish man would look like. He would just be that. Yeah. He would yeah. just, he would just kind of have the face of a fish and that's, and that's the problem of why he does not succeed as like a superhero. Cause he's just a fish. It's so like, it's like, it's like if a predator comes by, he just dips. It's like know? it's like a backwards mermaid, but it's like the top fifth of him is a fish instead of the top half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think they uh, I think they can just get rid of him because he's just too chill. Like he's he's too chill. Like the song is just so chill. You know, it's like Fishman. He doesn't care about these these uh, you know uh, uh, surface world problems. You know, he just wants to be a, a fish and a man in the sea. You know, I think I do think that um, out of all the songs you've listed so far, this is the one I'm most excited for us to sit down and listen to after the show. Oh yeah, it's great. Uh, this one, this one sounds really cool. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the uh, the end, uh, end of my song. Marshall, oh, yeah. what's your uh, uh, fourth song? Uh, one, two, three, fourth song. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a whole little superhero group that didn't quite make it in. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is called The Vampires of New York. Okay. By right. uh, Marcy Playground. Ah. Um, oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know them from uh, Sex and Candy. Yes. That's yes, the yes, one yes. that's like their big their big song. Right. Um, and I was telling you before. Uh, like earlier, Disco Lemonade. <laughs> I was telling you before uh, earlier today that, that I initially had actually picked um, a song that I did not put on this playlist. It was another song by this band. I replaced that one with this yeah. one. Um, and that was a song called Opium, because um, I thought Opium would be a really bad superhero. Yeah. Um, but th- this one just felt like it fit a little bit better for me. Yeah. And, you know, vampires are in, uh, you know, like Marvel and all that shit. You got yeah. the Morbius. You know? <laughs> you Is got... Morbius Marvel? Yeah. 
Oh wow, well, I man! Mean, I I really I have not seen a Marvel movie in a long time. Well, it's one of those weird things where so like all the Spider-Man characters are owned by Sony, so they're not oh, yeah. in. So they're technically Marvel movies, but they're not like the MCU movies. Gotcha. But they're like Sony really sucks ass at making movies, <laughs> so it's like they're like kind of like tangentially involved. You know, it's it's real bad. I don't think I've seen a Marvel movie since Disney bought Star Wars. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Uh, was before think, we met. Was it? Then maybe I have. I don't know. The last one I saw was Civil War. Okay, yeah. That, that definitely happened after. Okay, then yeah. never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge liar. <laughs> um, but so, like, when you listen to the song, uh, the song is very clearly just about, like, junkies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I like to think... <laughs> yeah. um, there's, there's a certain line in the song, um, a specific one that says, uh, Don't leave your soul behind. Ooh. And in my head, I was like, Oh, okay, yeah. Be careful. Watch your soul, because the New York City vampires, they don't suck blood, they suck souls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, man, that's actually kind of badass. These are some pretty badass vampires. Why didn't they make it in the MCU? Yeah. These soul suckers. Yeah, these soul suckers. Well, because it's like, it's like, it's like you, when you're a superhero, you have to operate on a 24-hour cycle. Mm-hmm. You don't get, you don't get time off. Right. You don't get, you don't get to choose, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do night shift. Yeah. And uh, it's just not useful having some people who, if they go out into the sunlight, they turn into dust. Yeah. Also, no garlic. Yeah. I was like, a lot of those uh, Marvel high, ac- uh, you know, high action fights, they're in the daytime. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. 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 So, vampires in New York, they didn't make the cut because um, they <laughs> they died on the obstacle course at 3 p.m. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Zach, what's your fourth song? My fourth song, Marshall is uh, a uh, is a little uh, number a uh, uh, classical tune called Surf and Bird by the Trashmen. Here's the thing, Marshall. Ooh, the Trashmen. Yeah, here's the thing, Marshall. Uh, baby Groot, right? No <laughs> longer a baby, right? But everyone loved Baby Groot. You know? <laughs> He's so small. He's so cute. You know, Marvel yeah. needs a new one, right? So it's like, what? What's more adorable than a <laughs> tiny little bird surfing? <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just laughing right now because I have my eyes closed and I'm just picturing. It. Yeah, just a little tiny bird, <laughs> little tiny bird, big huge surfboard, like one of those big surfboards. Surfboard. Even bigger wave. Yeah, even huge wave, huge wave, and that's the, that's his only power is he is able to ride a surfboard because surf surfing takes a lot of weight and balance to actually do. So the fact that this little tiny bird could just you know uh, uh, crush some waves is that how they do it? Tweet us uh, at ear drunk. Uh, what's your favorite surfing term? But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, just a little tiny bird, giant board, you know. So, so I have a question. Um, is so far as the source of the power? Yeah. Um, is it? Is it? Is it? Does the bird have this power itself, or is it like a magical uh, surfboard? Like, 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 can this bird also like, 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 grind a pool? You know, on a skateboard? No, I think it's. I think it's the marriage between the two. Okay. Like, it's got to be this bird and this board. You okay. know, like a like a like a like a classic team up. You know. And does he ever? Uh, does he ever wipe out when he's carving gnar? Never. Uh, <laughs> technically, oh, I, I forgot. I did write it down. He has another power. Every oh. time he shows up uh, to like a party, everyone's beer becomes the perfect temperature. 
Ooh. Yeah. He's just like cool as shit. Like he's he's a little bird, but he's got like a little like Hawaiian shirt on and like maybe some glasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, the reason he did not make it into the MCU, the movie was too good. Uh, <laughs> it's the opposite. It's the opposite of of your 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 Catwoman situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or no, Batwoman. This, yeah. This this movie was so good that the mortality rate was a hundred percent after watching it. Because people realize that their lives will never be as good. Oh, so the, the, the movie didn't kill them. They killed themselves after the movie. Right, exactly. Oh, wow. Like, what is there left? You know? God, I need to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and not until we finish this podcast, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, so, and then obviously it's the song Surfing Bird. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't really, I don't feel like I need to talk about Surfing Bird, but if you haven't, uh, heard of it the opening lyrics are everyone's heard about the bird uh so it's like someone's a liar here you know uh but honestly it's like so I don't, that's that, that feels like a tangentially stolen lyric to me <laughs> it is <laughs> no surfing bird is a uh, is a uh, song that is two other songs put together <laughs> and then and then they got sued the fuck out of it oh uh, really oh yeah no actually uh, I, I will plug this just because it is a great show uh, there's a great episode of the podcast no dogs in space where oh, they love those boys yeah but they <laughs> that boy <laughs> that boy and that that woman <laughs> yeah and that woman yeah, you know yeah no they, guys I can read yeah they do a great uh, podcast about like music history and other stuff like that but they have one episode that's entirely about surfing bird and how it's like uh it it sort of kicked off a lot of the roots of like punk music and other stuff like that which is really interesting uh just uh, like down to like the song it gets you hype yeah like it gets you it gets you there especially for me it's like the weird death that they do in the middle of the song where it's like and then and then like as soon as that shit happens like i'm ready to fucking jump into a mosh pit you know a mosh pit yeah the surfing bird hell yeah i thought i thought this man was gonna say he was ready to boogie woogie or something and he's like no i'm 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 opening up this pit i'm 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 about to wall of death i'm about to boom us some ow ows you know what i'm saying Uh, (laughs) i love it yeah i love it uh but that is that is my uh selection for my fourth song surfing bird by the trashman uh marshall what is your final song my final song is a song by the kings of heavy metal my final song this guy could never ever make it into the MCU because it wouldn't be morally correct. My song is Iron Man by Black Sabbath. No way this guy makes it into the MCU. Some rich guy, billionaire asshole. Man, fuck that guy. He'd never make the cut. Uh, Exploiting the working class and flying into space while people struggle to pay rent and eat. No way a guy like that uh, or his parents with an emerald mine would ever get into the MCU canon. It just wouldn't be right. Marshall, I'm going to need you to record all of this that you're doing, but on the inside of a truck. And outside of a gym, and I need you to wear a backwards baseball cap and maybe some Oakleys. Got you. And I think we got a viral video on our hands. So yeah, fuck Iron Man. No way that guy ever makes the cut. Rich guy asshole. But great song though. Love Sabbath, dude. Like I said at the start, kings of heavy metal. Yeah. Oh Um. god, just amazing. Yeah. Anything else to say about that? All I wrote down, I didn't write down anything else about this. All I wrote was that whole rant. So. 
I have nothing else to really add to the matter. I just wanted to do that rant. It was funny because it's like you turned away from me as you as you were doing that, and you were just like like tearing apart the microphone like it's a freestyle rap battle. Like it was just uh, it was a lot of heat. Uh, it's uh, uh, the economy's tough for all of us, but especially the people who uh, c- can't afford rent. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay, so Zach, what's your last song? Oh <laughs> uh, man. Well, my last song. This one is a song that I found today. Uh, that I really, really Zach, enjoy. did you find it at work? I well, found I was it across at, the room from you. I did find it at work. Uh, <laughs> I found both that and Fishman uh, okay. today. And Fishman Rules, uh, great song. Uh, but uh, this song is called Noodle Arms uh, by Bombastro uh, Clock. Bomba clock. When you said noodle arms, I was like, "This sounds vaguely familiar." And then there's, you said, "You said whatever the hell that second thing was." Yeah, there's <laughs> just there's so it. many. There's so many uh, uh, noodle arm songs, but I found this one, and I was like, "Oh, this one rips!" Right. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so this artist, uh, uh, not a super well known guy, and I did take a peek at some of his other music just to see if it was like because uh, they just released a lot of like singles and stuff, and mm-hmm. it, it seems like they're like an artist that kind of like just dips into every genre like it was i heard some like house slash like trance like uh-huh. sort of stuff that they did but this song specifically like i can only describe it as a surfer heist <sighs> that sounds so sick yeah because it's like it's, it's i love surf rock dude yeah it's it, it's it's that classic like you know surf rock feel to it you know but it also just like the chord progression just make it have this like dark undertone to the whole thing hell yeah yeah and like so when the song kicks off it starts heavy and fast with drums like just a shitload of uh symbols which is which like, is which is such a surf rock move yeah it just, <laughs> it's just a, you know just so fast and then the bass comes in and the bass is super heavy is the drum i'm, I'm I'm sorry to, to is the drum is it one of those ones um um like almost like the stop of start of wipeout where there's just like a bunch of like the toms no, and like the no, big no, drums it's, or it's, it's mostly like, symbols okay, like it's mostly okay. like i mean it's 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 just a fast paced rhythm but Hell it's yeah. it's a very uh, uh using a, a word from last week very splashy yeah. uh, uh and i'm going to i'm going to keep saying it until it becomes real but it's very splashy uh but then it, the bass comes in it's so fucking heavy it's so nice and then the the guitar like there's no lyrics in the song it's just like you know uh instrumentation uh-huh. But then the guitar jumps into doing like, you know, some like really cool solos or like just a couple of like parts where they just like pluck the strings. Like, oh, just yeah. like, uh, like, <clears throat> I guess like 16th notes, maybe like uh, something like just like so small, but so like, uh, like is it like, um, I don't know if you know that is it very staccato, like very, very short punctuated notes that yeah. don't like ring out. It's like, yeah. Da, 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 as opposed to like da na 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 yeah no, it's, like, it's, it's more just like dun 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 you know oh, like yeah, just like yeah. uh, that sort of stuff it, that it, it fucking rules but I was thinking uh, I was thinking of like noodle arms as like a superhero <laughs> um, oh I, I, I almost forgot before I stopped talking about the music there's also this bongo that they put in there and it's very it's very uh, well paced like it's 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 in the song but not too much in the song but like it just kind of like kicks it up a little bit every now and again man every time I see a band and their drummer gets set up and then like some other guy just also brings out some alt percussion pieces yeah. i get so excited dude yeah. <laughs> but yeah so so uh it was a great song but i was thinking noodle arms like what that superhero would be and i was thinking his like he got his power from like a uh, a radioactive cup of noodles that he got out of the microwave so just a just, cup of noodles 
yeah, then it just spilled on his arms, and then his arms became all like stringy. But the uh, progression of this song is just like very uh, dark and like sinister, like I, like not in like a, a super sinister way, but it just has that like undertone in a way. So I was thinking about this superhero like tries to be very serious and in the shadows, like Batman or something. Yeah. But then every time he actually like comes face to face with like a villain or a goon, they just like laugh at him. It's just so silly looking. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> it's like it's like in a Christmas story. He's like, I can't move my arms, but yeah. it's like it's not because he's wearing so many layers of clothes. They're just noodle arms. They're just like dragging behind him on the ground. You know? Oh, dude, it's like when I do robot grabby hands and I yeah. just have the one really long arm. Yeah, yeah. Marshall does a sketch called Robot Grabby Hands. Uh, uh, check it out. Uh, uh, sometimes <laughs> if you're in the Dallas area check, check it out sometime it's not filmed or in, available yeah. anywhere on the internet but, but you'll um, find it you're, you're, you're smart enough you'll find it uh, uh, but yeah so so I was just thinking that, that like he gets denied from being a part yeah, of the MCU that. just because he, he's just so goofy looking <laughs> you know Oh, love that. Love that, dude. All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's the end of our segment uh, um, we'll move on to oh wait what's this oh there's huh? something there's something happening at the end of. Something, What's that? But it's some. Oh my god! Is that is that Wolverine? Wolverine? Oh my god! Is that is that the Hulk? The Hulk? Oh wow! They're, they're both there. They're, I'm, I'm I'm looking at them right now. Why why is wait why is Wolverine caressing the Hulk's face? Oh, they're kissing. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. They're kissing. Oh, I, what is the song that's playing? Oh, it's post credit scene by Zarface <laughs> and Ghostface Killer. Fuck you. <laughs> you did do six songs. You fucking... <laughs> I was sitting here. I was sitting here trying to figure out what this bit was that you were doing, and like trying to play into it, and like be, you know, carry my weight on my half of the fucking show. But you know, the good news is, I really should have seen it coming because we do this segment the same every yeah. single week. Marshall, it is an episode about the MCU. Of course, there's a post-credit scene, Marshall. Of course, I know you have haven't to see seen how it ties them. In. You have to see how it ties in to the rest of the Marvel that's Cinematic Zach's, Universe. That's that stand-up comedian Zach. Web, very funny, very good material. His favorite joke Aww. is every time a movie ends. <laughs> and I saw a movie with him and his girlfriend recently. We saw Nope. Uh, great movie. Love that movie. But it was so funny at the end of the movie when uh, the, the, it, the credits are rolling and we're just sitting there and Zach just goes, I can't wait to see how this ties into the Marvel Comics universe. <laughs> okay. It's my favorite joke. Take that one with you, folks. That's, that's, that's for the people. That's a joke for the people. <laughs> he doesn't do that that one on stage. No, so. no, no, no. <laughs> so, okay, Zach, tell me about the post-credit song. Oh, it's just a, a song. I, I, I really just wanted to bring it in for that bit. Yeah, yeah. Just because. But now you have to talk about yes, it. I'm not okay. going to let you. I'm not going to yeah. let you off that. Yeah, 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 for sure. I came prepared. So, post-credit <laughs> scene by uh, Zarface and Ghostface Killa. Uh, it is a. I think it's a collab album that they did get together. Is uh, is Zarface one of those like unofficial Wu Tang guys, or is he just a guy that Ghostface Killer like did a thing with? I'm not too sure. Honestly, I didn't do a deep dive. Cause I, I know like Red Man, like Meth and Red, like they do stuff together all the time. And Red Man's not a member of Wu Tang, but he's right. like unofficial. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. it might be like one of those. It's very hard to keep track of who's in Wu Tang Clan That's past, very true. <laughs> past the original <laughs> release. Uh, however, <laughs> um, uh, but the the artwork on the uh, album is super uh, dope. It is uh, Zarface uh, uh, meets Ghostface Killer, and they uh, the way it's designed looks like the Silver Age of comics. So it, oh, hell it yeah. has yeah, like yeah. A, so like, it fits in thematically. Yeah, yeah. And then also, you know, post credit scene. Like, but the, the fucking beat 
on this one is sick as hell. Uh, <laughs> like a lot. It reminds me a bit of like um, sort of like MF Doom stuff. It's very uh, uh, heavy oh, yeah. on the samples or stuff like that. And it does. God, have, I like, love Doom and uh, MF RIP RIP MF Doom. I can Doom. read. Yeah. <laughs> RMF <laughs> POM REM uh, REM. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, so it's it's a great beat, it's a great song. But uh, yeah, I just mostly wanted to do that to to fuck with you. Uh, it worked. All right, folks, that is the end of our episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we want to say thank you, uh, a very special thank you to J.W. Francis. Huge who, thank you. Who lets us use his song Lo-Fi off the album We Share a Similar Joy. Uh, guys, be sure to check out all J.W. Francis's music. He's got some great singles out right now. I think his, his new album is about to drop. I definitely recommend Casino, and I Want to Be Your Basketball. Great songs. Great uh, vibes, honestly. Great vibes, just just always down. Zach introduced vibes. me to his music, and I, I I honestly love it. I've been bumping it a lot recently. Uh, yeah, he's he's a dope guy. He makes great music, and he's doing us a huge favor for letting us use his his amazing songs on Very our chill. on our podcast. Uh, but we'd like to say thank you to him. Uh, if you guys uh, want to go ahead and follow us on social media, uh, you can find us at Eardrunk on Twitter and at Eardrunk on uh, uh, Instagram. And uh, if you want to contact us say a little hello or hey you fuck this up uh you can contact us at uh eardrunk at gmail.com remember the ads in the middle on that one yeah and for uh all the tracks you heard us uh, just uh listen to if you want to give them a listen you can find all of our playlists on spotify uh you can listen to marshall's playlist you can listen to my playlist you can tell us which one you like more you should listen to both and you should you should pick a side yeah i definitely uh, found some dope tracks this uh this and week. mine were better yeah that's true well well, we're about to find That's out because we're yeah, about to listen you. to him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, as always, I am your host, Zach Webb. And I am Marshall Brooke. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Have a kick-ass day. See ya. See ya.